picnic to the earth. Here, let's jump rope together. Here. Here, let's eat balls of rice together. Here, let me love you. Your eyes reflect the blueness of the sky. Your, black, your back will be stained a wormwood green. Here, let's learn the constellations together. From here, let's dream of every distant thing. Here, let's gather low-tide shells from the sea at dawn. Let's bring back little starfish at breakfast. We will toss them out. Let the night be drawn away. Here, I'll keep saying I am back while you repeat, welcome home. Here, let's come again and again. Here, let's drink hot tea. Here, let's sit together for a while. Let's be blown by the cooling breeze. How the Trees on Summer Nights Turn into a Dark River by Barbara Crooker. How you can never reach it, no matter how hard you try. Walking as fast as you can, but getting nowhere. Arms and legs pumping, sweat drizzling in rivulets. Each year a little slower, more croaks and aches, less breath. Ah, but those soft nights, air like a warm bath, the dusky wings of bats careening crazily overhead, and you'd think the road goes on forever. Apollinaire wrote, What isn't given to love is so much wasted, and I wonder what I haven't given yet. A thin common moon rises orange, a skinny slice of melon, so delicious I could drown in its sweetness, or eat the whole thing down to the rind. Always this hunger for more. People, <clears throat> People's Church is the home of powerful stories. Stories of hope, stories of love, stories of change. Stories that can only happen because we are stronger together. This church changes lives within and beyond these walls. Many of you know this because it's happened to you. This morning I'm going to share some of these powerful stories. We are stronger together when we educate our children. This church has offered our whole lives comprehensive sexuality education to children and young adults this church year. Trained teams of volunteer facilitators are giving our younger generations age-appropriate information about their bodies, about identity, and helping them clarify their values so they can make decisions that promote health and wholeness. We are stronger together. And our efforts are not for our children and young adults alone. Lillian Gates is one of our middle schoolers who's been in the Our Whole Lives program this year. When she recently had sex ed in school, her teacher, as required by Michigan state law, stressed abstinence. Her teacher said abstinence is the only way to prevent sexually transmitted infections and pregnancy. And Lillian, because of what she has learned here, 
knew that was not the whole story. She spoke up. Actually, she said, that isn't true. (laughs) You can use condoms to prevent STIs in pregnancy, and there are lots of birth control options to prevent an unwanted pregnancy. And even if you get pregnant, there are things that can be done to keep from having a baby. I can't discuss that, was the teacher's legally mandated response. But in that moment, Lillian's classmates learned from her how to care for their bodies based on medical fact, not fear, not religious ideology. We are equipping our young people to go out into the world to spread good news, the good news of science, the good news of comprehensive sexuality education. We are people of love and people of hope. We are helping generations in our community live ethical lives. We are helping young people weed through the misinformation and outright lies about sexuality that they are required to hear in school. Lillian's classmates, children who have never set foot in this church, are better educated because of what we do here. We are stronger together, we are powerful, and your generosity makes that possible. We are stronger together when we come together in times of pain and heartbreak. As we struggle to make sense of the mass shooting that happened in our community last month, we have leaned into our communities of support and found strength. As many of you know, after the shooting, some local religious leaders organized a vigil. Quite a few of you attended. And because I serve here, because People's Church is a beacon of love and hope in our community, I was invited to be among the half dozen speakers. We all needed to hear that night that fear will not win. And I said that we are wrapped in love and that we must boldly go out to love the hell out of this world. And my words resonated. People I have never met thanked me for what I said. Some of my words were shared across Facebook and a few of them made a national national public radio broadcast. It was a surreal experience in the midst of my grief. And I know and I want you to know that that invitation to speak was not about me. It was about all of you. I became your minister last August. I haven't been here long enough to forge the relationships or develop the reputation that would have earned that sort of invitation. No, when the Presbyterian pastor called and invited me to speak, it was because of all of you. I was invited because of the reputation of this church and the legacy we have all inherited. I was invited because People's Church is a beacon of love and hope in our wider community. Of course your minister should speak to a grieving community. You are powerful. You are known for love and justice, and we here at People's Church and beyond support one another in hard times. Together, we can endure. We are also stronger together when the hard times come in ways that don't make the national news. When members of our community face loss and illness, we support one another. We bring food, we provide rides. Our presence reminds them that they are wrapped in love and not alone. Grief and loss shared is easier to bear. Together, we endure. We are stronger together. 
We are stronger together in worship, Sunday services, our weekly gathering. We don't always agree on what to call what happens here at 10.45 a.m. on Sundays, but we agree that at its best, it is powerful. It is one of the ways we are stronger together. It's only through the participation of all of you and the collaboration of dozens of people, the choir, the Sunday services committee, the AV committee, our musicians, the ushers, the staff of the church, and me, that we are able to gather on Sundays for about an hour to reconnect with one another and what matters most, to be renewed, to be inspired, and to be transformed into the people we are called to be. Your generosity makes this possible. There is an unfolding story in our church about how worship has transformed us and will transform the lives of others. Last fall, when the Syrian refugee crisis was dominating the headlines, I preached on my experience in Syria about the hospitality I received there when I was traveling there 15 years ago. I was expecting to tell the story, to reflect on hospitality, and just leave it there. But some of you were called to action. Some of you believed this church could be a co-sponsor of a refugee family. Some of you contacted the refugee resettlement agencies in West Michigan and asked how we could get involved. Some of you reached out to other faith groups and other community members in Kalamazoo knowing that nothing worth doing can be accomplished alone. We would be better together, stronger together. It took months, but now we've met with Bethany Christian Services and will likely be a co-sponsor of a refugee family as Bethany starts resettling refugees in Kalamazoo in the coming months. We are people of love and people of hope, and we are spreading that hope and love to people fleeing war and disaster people who desperately need the welcome we can provide, the sanctuary and love that we have to give. And we bring love and hope not just to refugee families, but to the students at Lincoln School, to our community through Isaac Congregation-based community organizing, and through so many other channels. We are stronger together. Your generosity makes this possible. And those are just a few of the powerful stories that have unfolded and are unfolding here. And I know you know so many others and have lived so many others. In addition to the stories, I have some powerful numbers about how we are stronger together. Recently, Chris, our church administrator, did some estimating of all the volunteering that happens here at People's Church and in our service to the community. There are 561 volunteer tasks that happen every year here at the church. This includes serving on committees, volunteering at the bazaar, teaching religious education, making the coffee, mowing the lawn, and so many other things. 561 tasks. And there are only 245 members. So that means many of you are doubling and tripling up about 90 of you serve in three or more ways around here. About 150 of you are giving your time to serve the church and its ministries every single month. Thank you. I hope you feel proud of yourselves, and I hope you can see and sense and know that we are stronger together. 
You all are generous with your time and you are generous with your money. Mark Mitchell, Stewardship Committee Chair, who we'll be hearing from in a few minutes, shared more interesting numbers. From July 2009 to June of last year, members and friends gave this church $2.275 million. That is amazing. Thank you. Over that six-year period, members and friends gave nearly $2.5 million to our yearly operating budget and to the capital campaign. Thank you. We are stronger together. And because this is the stewardship sermon, you all know the move that's coming next. (laughs) I'm going to encourage you to keep this good thing going. Keep being generous with your time and treasure so we might make even more love and hope manifest here in our church and beyond. People's Church has accomplished so much, and I know there is a bright future ahead. We can continue to be a place of support, transformation, and inspiration. We can continue to be a beacon of love and hope for our community. We have big dreams and we can reach them as we continue to be generous. Those of you who attended the budget hearing last week know that one of our big dreams is to grow the music program. The music here is wonderful, as we've witnessed this morning, and we know it can be even more wonderful. We're hoping over the next few years to grow our very part-time music staff into a half-time music director position. We dream of having music better coordinated with other parts of our worship service, adding more ensembles to our rotation, having more music in the children and youth religious education program, and becoming an even stronger group of singers as a church as a whole. We can be stronger together, and your generosity will make that possible. Another dream for the future is to grow our commitment to comprehensive sexuality education in our community and beyond our walls. We are starting to plan for an adult Our Whole Lives class next fall, which will be open to everyone age 18 and up. Class participants will explore sexuality, identity, and ethical decision making. And I hope you can attend, and there'll be more details forthcoming. But this class will not only be for people's people, Our Whole Lives is a program developed by the Unitarian Universalist Association and the United Church of Christ. And so we're reaching out to the other Unitarian Universalist church in town, or over in Portage, and the United Church of Christ congregations in the area, and inviting their members to take the class with us. The hope, a hope shared with some of the clergy at those churches, is that the experience will inspire the adults at those other churches, so they will then offer the OWL program to the children and youth in their church, which they're not currently doing. So in the coming years, it might not be just our courageous children speaking out against the misinformation and lies that they are required to say, the teachers are required to say during sex ed. And usually the teachers are excited when one of our children speak out because they don't like what they're being forced to say. It, other, it's not their decision, it's being made in Lansing. But we can help create a whole generation of courageous and outspoken liberal religious youth countering misinformation and promoting sexual health and wholeness in their classrooms, among their friend groups, and in our wider community. We can be stronger together. 
we can change the culture of our, of our town, and your generosity will make this possible. Your generosity makes everything that happens here possible. In a few minutes, when the service ends, you'll be given your pledge cards and be asked to make your commitment to supporting the church for the 2016-2017 fiscal year that begins in July. Please give generously. We trust you to know what is generous for you. There is such a wide range of financial circumstances in our congregation that there is no one-size-fits-all recommended pledge. A few have the means and commitment to give $2,000 per month. Others can give $200 per month. Others among us can give $20 per month, and that is sacrificial giving. That is forgoing some of life's pleasures to save money to give to the church. We ask that you give generously, and we gratefully accept what you are able to give. If any level of financial commitment is not possible for you, we do have financial waivers that you can sign, no questions asked. I call you to be generous today for many reasons. There are the self-serving reasons. You all pay my salary. I have only been here since August and it has been such a joy to be your minister. This church and the wider community are quickly becoming home for me and my family. My husband, Brian, shares with me all the time that he is never moving ever again. (laughs) Your continued giving allows me to do the work I love for a church that I love in a city that I love. Thank you. And there are deeper reasons, less self-serving reasons, for you to be generous. As the spiritual leader of this congregation, I call on you to be generous today because it is good for your soul. Generosity is a way of remembering that we are all connected. We are stronger together. Whatever wealth we possess, whether it is vast or meager, we did not gain in isolation. We are indebted to so many, to those who educated us, to those who built the institutions that have employed us, to those who allow us to live in relative safety and security, if we are privileged to live in relative safety and security. So many of us benefit from others' previous actions, and so for our spiritual integrity, for the sake of our souls, we must give away some of what we have been given, some of what we have earned, to create an even better world for those who will come next. And I believe that People's Church is instrumental in creating a better world. We are generous because we cannot accomplish the works of love alone. We are generous because we know that nothing worth doing can be done alone. We are all connected. We are stronger together. People's Church exists as it does, as a beacon of love and hope in our community, because people have given their time and talent and treasure to support it, for generation upon generation. Their generosity has made today possible. Previous generations have now passed those of us gathered today the baton, and it is our task to maintain and grow this vision, to be people of love and people of hope for today, to speak to present circumstances and prepare for what may come, and provide an even stronger, more powerful, more transforming church to those who are not yet here. Your generosity makes this possible. 
So may we give generously of our time, our talent, and our treasure. May we continue to be a place of inspiration, transformation, and support. May we be a beacon of love and a beacon of hope in our community. May we know in our hearts and show in our actions that we are stronger together. May it be so. May we make it so. And amen.